Hey everyone, welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday night. Ricky, uh, our special guest tonight, probably doesn't need much of an introduction. Hayden Padden, back in New Zealand for a few days. Um, Hayden, great to uh, to have you on the show again, mate, and congratulations on on what you're uh, you're doing in Europe. A couple of rounds to go. Back here for a few days. Um, we're sort of talking about it during the week, um, BB and myself. We're not sure we've ever seen you um, drive as well as you have done in 2023. I can't recall you ever even having a little blemish, a mistake, which is phenomenal when you think about the amount of, of rallying you're doing. Are you, is this career best form for you? Uh, yeah, well, thanks for catching up anyway. It's felt like a while since Formula Rally, actually, hasn't it? So, um, but uh, yeah, it's been a pretty full-on year, lots of rallies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this year everything's just sort of fallen into place. We've put a lot of work into the preparation. We've got a good team both in uh, New Zealand and Italy that we're working with. And I don't know if it's about being outrageously fast everywhere i think just with age and experience i'm just learning where you do and don't push learning what's fast what feels fast in the car and and driving to a championship essentially is what we've been doing this year so um i don't think it's about being the fastest necessary i think it's been about being the smartest and trying to be consistent and across all different surfaces and yeah so far we've ticked a lot of boxes but we're not done yet we've still got a rally to go and we've got to try and keep that momentum going have there been some blemishes that we've missed? Is it, was it a case of, you know, you, you're doing well to make sure that any errors you have made have been um, very minimal and, and hidden away from people? Uh, no, it's been pretty much under control, um, other than uh, we had a small moment in that last rally in, in Rome, uh, which we were probably lucky to get away with. And like um, In that sense, we actually had a punch at the stage before, and if we had a, another puncher from that incident, we would have been out of the rally. So actually being in the suspension um, was the better of two evils. Um, but, you know, like... <laughs> It's been a little bit hard in the sense that since we won the first round in Portugal, we've almost been in championship mode ever since in terms of racking up points. Um, we put in so much effort into trying to win this championship that that's taken over any, I guess, um, I guess, internal part of year that wants to fight for a rally win where we've been in a position to a couple of times. So um, this time, this year we've had to sort of just, you know, take our medicine, think about the big picture. Um, certainly moving forward, I'd like to maybe have another crack at it and, and go back and try and win rallies because, you know, championship's number one priority, but of course you like winning rallies as well. So that could be uh, the second part of this project. Let's let's have a chat a little bit about Europe. Um, we'll, we'll get into the, the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship in, in a little bit, but, you know, a couple of rounds to go. You're well in control of the championship. I think 55 points or thereabouts from, from memory. Um, you know, you, you've got a the penultimate round next weekend in the Czech Republic or Czechia as it is nowadays, what would it, what would it mean to a win this championship? And what, and what do you have to do to, to ensure that that happens at this next round? Cause I think it's just basically not give up 15 points to, to your nearest rival, right? Uh, yeah. Like it's massive for us. Um, you know, obviously things didn't quite work out how we wanted to in the WRC. Um, we had goals and aspirations there that we didn't quite get to where we wanted to, but the European championship is then the next best thing for us. And, especially when we went into the first rounds and you saw the level of the entry list. And obviously the goal was always to try and win this year, but when you saw it, this, the, the depth of competition, uh, up to 30 fast cars, experienced drivers, young fast drivers, you know, we were certainly up against it. And then to do it in the way that we've done it so far and, and put ourselves in the position we are is something I'm immensely proud of in terms of what John and I have done, but also the whole team. And um, it would probably be probably one of our best achievements outside, you know, in terms of championships anyway, to try and win the European championship. So, yeah, the goal is for Czech Republic is we're simply going there with the mindset of drive to whatever we've got to do to win that championship. Um, we don't actually have the budget to go to the eighth round if we had to. So uh, it would be in our best interest to try and get it done next week. And yeah, like you say, as long as we don't drop any more than 15 points, 
Um, it depends on what Martin Six uh, does. Um, so if he did win the rally uh, as a best case scenario, then I think if we're in the top five, we can still secure it. Um, but we very much um, go with the same mindset of, you know, keep it clean. Uh, it's a very challenging rally, this one. It's not one I'm necessarily looking forward to from everything I've heard. Very bumpy, slippery, narrow um, tarmac rally. So, um, yeah, trying to avoid problems and, and trying not to have punches and things like that is going to be key. You said that hinted at before, possibly, but, you know, what would a... A championship win here, does that open any doors? Is, is WRC still anything that you'd, you'd like to have another look at or, or realistically think you could have another look at? No, I like that ship sailed. I've well and truly accepted the WRC. And to be honest, I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing a lot more now than what I have been in the past. Uh, but in saying that, like, I would like to still do some one-off rallies uh, in the WRC in a rally one car. Like, um, We never gave it the, the proper send-off. We didn't know our last rally in the World Rally Car was our last rally. Um, I'd love to put together a program, even if it's only three, four or six rallies or something, um, to, to do a season or two in the Rally 1 car. Um, you know, obviously it depends if Rally New Zealand was able to come back. I'd love to give that a decent go in a Rally 1 car. Um, the team that we're building a relationship with now in Italy, they'd love to be involved in a, rally, a World Rally car. Um, so we're building good relationships now. Obviously, we're, we're trying to push forward our own team here in New Zealand. Um, but we're at the same time, we're building a good relationship with the Italian BRC team and we're building a good relationship with Hyundai Motorsport again in terms of us helping them with the development on the Rally 2 car, trying to deliver results and essentially try and sell more Hyundai Rally 2 cars around the world as well. So, yeah, I think the, the, the acceptance is a full-time WRC campaign won't happen again, um, but I'd love to give it another crack on a part-time basis. Do you, you know, I'm just making this up off the spot here, but do you sort of look at WRC where it is now and... Some of the contenders, you know, you, you were in, you know, you were, you matched up very favourably against them when you were competing. Does it sort of ever make you wonder? We all sort of feel like, you know, you, you've, you're a chance of being a world champion had things gone your way. And it's stuff that's outside your control. We know, we, you know, that you, you can't control all those things, but is, yes, is it a little high, bit of what it's great, isn't it? Yeah, like at the end of the day, you can't take anything, anything away from the guys that are there now that they've obviously developed. They've come a long way since when I was there a few years ago. So, it's very hard to compare. The cars are very different now. Um, yeah, you always back yourself, I guess. But um, in saying that, you know, the, the WRC is in difficult times at the moment, and that's probably why it's not as appealing to me as maybe as what it once was because there's not the competition there. There's not the cars. There's not the teams. It's it's in a bit of a rut, if you like, uh, until it can try and find its way out. Like the European Championship this year, uh, obviously WRC is the pinnacle of rallying still. You can never take that away. But, you know, European Championship – this year, I've never competed in such a strong championship in terms of having 20, 30, 40 cars at a very top level. Um, you've got to be absolutely on it everywhere. Like even a puncher can drop you out of a top 20. Um, that level of competition is what I love as a competitor, but I think it's also what fans love in terms of following the sport as well. And, and that's what the WRC needs to get back to is having more numbers, having more competitors there, more teams, more drivers, and creating more of a spectacle. What's the most likely scenario for you next year then? Is, is Europe still very much at the forefront of your thinking and, and have you even got to a point where you're, you're looking ahead a little bit to next year? Yeah, we're trying to think about next year, but it seems like a long way away still as well. So um, for sure, we want to have an international program. Um, New Zealand's still a key part for us because all our partners are here in New Zealand and, and their interest is us competing in New Zealand. So, um, But, you know, secondary to that, you yeah, would love to complement that with you know, we, we wouldn't rule out another ERC campaign, for example. It depends what support is available to make that happen. Um, but we're looking at other championships around the world as well, um, America, Australia. 
um, you know, we, we definitely want to have more of a, an influence with our own New Zealand team um, running an international campaign as well. So, yeah, there's very various options on the table at the moment. Um, I guess over the next few months, we just have to wait and see once calendars become more clear and, and put all the pieces of the puzzle together. Well, it's exciting times, and I think I speak on behalf of all rally fans that we're looking forward to to seeing what is on the agenda. We wish you well next weekend, mate. I, I genuinely hope you can you can wrap it I all up. That. Thank you. Let's um, let's talk a little bit about the the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. Because as you mentioned, it's been a fair while since we've we've seen you here. Fucking a seems an awful long time ago. To be honest, Timaru sounds um, feels like a, a fairly long time ago as well. But you're one of the few competitors that have competed in a daybreaker event. That's obviously next up. Um, what what do you sort of remember about the the roads? In that part of the country, and, and how much are you looking forward to getting back here and um and, and that Canada New Zealand I twenty? Uh, well, I've actually never done daybreaker before, so uh, it's the one one rally I haven't really done. So um, the years that it was in the championship, we missed it because I think we were overseas. So right, um, John actually done it. I think he he co-drove for Dave Holder uh, when the daybreaker rally was last year. So he's got more experience than what I do, but. Um, I just remember, obviously, from you know the, the good old days, if you like, when they used to start in the night and run, rally all morning and finish in the night, and obviously that's where the name come from. So um, from what I've seen, obviously, I've looked at some videos and bits and pieces. It looks very similar to lots of a wire wrapper that we used to do back in the day, um, maybe a little bit more twisty. I think generally it's just going to be an awesome rally. You look at the itinerary, you've got the 40-odd the K stage in there, um, all new, no repeat stages, um, a lot of rallying for a big day, and then obviously finishing at Manfield. Um, I'm just looking forward to a good proper day of rallying. Obviously, the, the championship scenario sort of played out in your favour at, at South Canterbury. You weren't there, and I'm sure you, you you welcome competition, and we know that. But you know, things did go your way. You are in control of this championship now. You don't have to worry about what Ben does or anyone else does for for that matter. It's it's completely in your hands, and I presume that's how you, how you like it, right? Uh, it was never as easy as that, though, of course. Uh, like Anything can happen at any time. Um, so we just go into the rallies with the same mindset that we have to have a good, clean rally. Naturally, you want to drive fast when you're on um, the amazing stages like we have, what we have in New Zealand. So you're not really driving a championship in mind so much. You're just driving to the capabilities of yourself and the car, and especially in Daybreaker. Uh, obviously, I love getting on brand-new stages with brand-new pace notes because there's a lot more of the unexpected and you got to work a bit harder for it. So um, no, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, we'll worry about the championship, I guess, once we get to um, Bay of Plenty. Uh, I guess just take it round by round and, and just keep doing the best job we can. Yeah, obviously, yeah, both of those two events that remain on the calendar are new events this year in terms of the, the NZRC. Um, I know you've done some of the stages at Bay of Plenty in, in years gone by in various competitions. So, you know, like th- this is going to be a challenge for everyone, isn't it? A bit of a leveler, you know, level playing field, um, given that most people haven't competed on these stages. Oh, definitely. And of course, like you said, the big break as well, everyone's got to get back into the groove. So I guess we're at a little bit of an advantage that we've been rallying quite a bit uh, in between, uh, if you like. But then, of course, between Daybreaker and uh, Bay of Plenty rallies happening you know, quite quickly to each other, I think it means that people will start getting into a bit of a rhythm and, and the speed will probably be greater at, Day, um, at Bay of Plenty uh, versus Daybreaker as well. But yeah, two awesome rallies to finish the championship off with. And um yeah, it's going to be great to obviously have Ben there and, and obviously have Shane back as well. Um, I think there's going to be some pretty hot competition up the front. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, you know, we're sort of kicking around just off air before about what next year could look like. Obviously, um, two new rounds this year, some rounds that we've traditionally been going to that unfortunately haven't been able to run um, this year for various reasons. You know, the state of rallying in New Zealand in, in terms of the events that are available to, to be on the championship is, is in in really good shape and you know as someone who's been there year in and year out how how exciting is it to go to some new rounds and 
Uh, how exciting is it to have so many options as, as potential NZRC rounds next year? You know, as, a, as a driver, you love going to new stages and new challenges because it keeps things fresh and it is a new challenge and it keeps things even as well across, you know, between young and experienced drivers and, and levels of playing field a little bit. But um, I think we've seen for a number of years now, rallying in New Zealand has generally been going from strength to strength, um, you know, even though the, there's some, I guess, tighter financial times at the moment, that doesn't make it quite as easy. But still, you look at the amount of rally two and R5 cars that we presently have in New Zealand, and the amount of investment that so many people put into those, you know, that alone puts New Zealand rallying probably as strong as it's ever been. Um, a lot of good drivers uh, there at the moment, um, but there's also a lot of young drivers who are sort of on the cusp, almost ready to break in, who are quite exciting as well. You look at the battle and the fiestas uh, and the tour drive class, how close it is. Um, so in general, the, the 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 level of New Zealand rallying is going in a very good direction. Um, even on the co-driving side, you've seen a lot of young co-drivers come through now, which is exciting for the future. So a lot of good things there. And then uh, looking forward to seeing how the next year's championship shapes up. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, for me, it's still the best place in the rally of the world. That's uh, in the world to rally. That's why we continue to make it a priority to compete here. And and uh, it's a no-brainer that they are, they are the best stages um, that we've been on anywhere. Mate, you, you're obviously having to rack up some air miles at, at the moment, going backwards and forwards, and um, I think you've, you've sort of done that right the way through the year, go backwards and forwards from from Europe back to New Zealand. You know, just just talk to us about how much of a challenge it is. You're obviously taking it in your stride because it certainly hasn't affected your performance, but you know, the the, the weighing up, staying in Europe versus coming back and and uh, all this travelling. What what what's the rationale behind it? You've got a team to run back here too, presumably, which. Which is yeah, well, the, the, the body clock doesn't know what time it's in half the time when you do these eight-day stints in Europe and then eight days back in New Zealand. But to be honest, this is the way I always wanted it. Um, I guess some of the lessons come with that, you know, when we were in the WRC and we were living in uh, either Germany or Italy there full-time for five-plus years. It took the shine off it, you know, when you were living away from home, you're away from family, friends, you're away from your, your normal culture and what, you know, what was, I guess, you're comfortable around and you're just simply over there just for rallying. And that took took a bit of gloss off it and I always said from 18, 19 uh, you know just before our contract didn't get renewed I always said okay I want to get back to living in New Zealand and travel and okay maybe join two or three events together but I was much in a much happier place being at home and traveling and uh, that's what we've been able to do now over these last couple of years is get back in this window of traveling um, also you know like you say we've got the team here in New Zealand um, luckily we've got such a good group of guys here um, you know, I obviously um, oversee it and, and manage where I can, but they're also very good at uh, managing things and, and looking after things um, on their own as well. So, but then cost-wise, yeah, when you weigh up, actually, if you had to stay in Europe for two weeks before in, between an event, you got to get a hotel, you got to get a rental car, or whatever it may be. The cost of that is actually the same as just booking a return ticket. So, cost-wise, it actually is prohibitive with which option you do. Um, and for me, it's more productive for me to come back home to New Zealand, spend some time with our team make sure everything's all under control. And uh, as, as I say, I'm happier doing that as well. Yeah, I think we can. I think you can see it too, mate. You know, like uh, obviously the other side of the performance is, is clearly there, but you seem happier, you seem very comfy in your, your own shoes and you know, whatever challenges have been thrown your way, you feel like you've just dealt them in your, in your stride. So, I mean, is that just a case of, you know, getting further into your career and, you know, tweaking things to, to make it fit best for you? Yeah, I think it's, it all comes with experience as well. The, the more that you spend driving, like everything in the car is almost very second nature between, you know, the relationship with John and I, um, having experience on different events around the world. 
loving the challenge with our own team like our team's just constantly growing um and really enjoying the journey as a team is probably the biggest thing uh, and just generally being happy in life i guess is always a big part you know the latter couple of years in wic there, there was a lot of challenges and although you thought you had it under control and you'd get in the car and put your helmet on and try and forget about all that stuff subconsciously everything in your general life does play a part in how you perform when you actually get in the car so it's about everything being in a good place and life's never easy we all know that life's always got challenges um but it's just a matter of how you deal with those challenges and having good people around you um, to support you and get through and then um you stay focused on on in our case the driving well it certainly looks like it's all coming together for you and working nicely mate we wish you uh, all the best of luck next week um i'm sure most of new zealand you know the rally community will be sitting there watching uh, closely and, and making sure you finish top five finish and, and secure that championship we'll look forward to seeing it daybreaker in a few weeks time mate awesome thank you look forward to seeing you there